Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Danny J. Quick and Morgan Iverson. I'm back with season three of the Super Shorts podcast, where we tell superhero short stories. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know it's been a minute, um, so y'all don't don't murder us. But we uh we took a little we took a little break between season two and season three. Ish, ish. A, kind of a break. It was a we couple of write. months. We had to write. So we but we've been writing. We've been uh we've been killing it. We actually were writing a, a whole separate season, but um, we had this kind of cool idea where we would uh, write a continuous story and kind of just pass it off to each other um, without like a cold read, I guess you would say. Yeah, well, I think the idea, Danny had an idea to, to, to write it and we weren't gonna tell each other what we were writing it about. And like we, he sent me something. I had no clue what he was gonna send me then I got to respond to it. And the fun part was that neither one of us knew where it was going, but we had to steer it, and then the other one had to pick it up. Right. So it was a, it, it was dope, you know, to be able to do it that way, and made it more fun for us at the same time. But at the same time, we ended up with a really good overall story. Yeah, it was. It's kind of a cool story. Um, I really enjoyed writing this one, um, especially because like Morgan would do some wild stuff. Like you'll see episode literally episode two, he throws everything in there at the same time and i was like bro you're not even gonna wait you're not even gonna wait no i was like but uh it's really cool so um this is episode one it's called paranoid it's about ace blade and and you actually get to meet um ace blade sidekick mystic in this episode and in this season you get to meet a couple of new people uh harlem is in this one uh you might remember her from season two um Oh, uh, we got a new villain called the Trooper, which a friend of my, a police officer friend of mine, uh, helped me create this character. White um, Lash. White Lash is in this one, and then um, Boa's back. back. Trespass is back, of course. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Trespass is one of my favorite characters, so I'm glad he's in this story. Um, Ace Blade and Lumberjacks are in uh, um, the majority of these stories. Mm-hmm. And Shrapnel is in there. It's it's a bunch, man. We yeah. got it's a bunch. So it's 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 a it's it's a and. Don't mind me getting, you know, it sounding a little bit, you know, crazy. Oh, yeah. I um, try to get into character, you know what I'm saying? So. Episodes two, from episodes two on, are going to be explicit episodes. So if you're sensitive to language or to violence and stuff like that, um, you know, just let us know. We might do an edited version for y'all, but it, I don't think it'll be too bad. So. We'll definitely do an edited version if it's needed, but at the same time. Look, don't lie like y'all kids gonna be over there watching Luke Cage and <laughs> Jessica Jones. Come on, man. All of that. We, so here we go. We're gonna go ahead and jump into it. Um, like we said, this is season three of the Super Shorts podcast. Um, and this is the the first story that that we did is called Paranoid. And um, here we go. I feel like something bad is coming. If I heard it once, I heard it a thousand times. But I've never heard it from this kid. This is new. Lil DJ actually looks worried for once. Did you hear something? Maybe his powers are acting up again. I know being a mind reader can't be easy, but I thought our meditations and our focus trainings were working for him. Not really. Why is he hesitating? He's usually so confident when he shares what he thinks with me. It's more like a feeling. You got a girlfriend or something? Nah, man, nothing like that. A smile good he's still a teenager after all doing what we do is tough but i never wanted him to lose his youth over his crime fighting thing 
It's probably just them tacos you cook. Nah, man, go to the bathroom downstairs with that mess. His laugh makes the world move again. I'm glad he can't read my mind. I never want him to know how much I worry. Ever since this kid showed up on my doorstep, I knew he'd be trouble. But I've never been this glad to be wrong about a thing. You got any Febreze down there? This kid is great. As he heads towards the door, clutching his belly with both hands, Lady Luck enters. A confused smile on her face regrets that she missed the exchange. She's never mentioned wanting kids, but by the way she treats these young heroes, I know she has the patience of a mother. Have you seen this? Her countenance shifts to a concerned focus as her eyebrows squeeze together, flipping her tablet around and tapping the screen in the same motion as the video starts to play. Screams and explosions pour through the speakers as a large crowd of young men and women rush through a crowded hallway. When was this? The video playing contains no identifying date or time, but the school uniforms are unmistakable. It's Vegas City High. This is live. Lady Luck nudges up beside me and taps the screen to zoom in just as a man rounds the corner. Black mask, bulky vest, arm to the teeth. It's the Troper. Tell Kirk I'm on my way. Even at my fastest, I'm five minutes away. I have to put on the suit and drive at the same time. Hopefully DJ gets the alert and will meet me there. I don't have time to wait for him to get off the toilet. I'm ready. DJ stands on the other side of the door as I open it. I saw the video as she was walking by. In his hands, he grips my mask. It's go time. A quick sprint downstairs and we're both in our bikes in seconds. By the time we hit the back entrance, we're both fully dressed and racing towards the streets. They're mostly clear and I can hear the sirens already. Even though the police are closer, I know they won't beat us there. If Velocity was here, he'd try to zip in and face Troper on his own. But that sneaky jerk always has a trick up his sleeve. Round in the final corner and not a single squad car is on the scene yet. About a hundred high school aged girls and boys race away from the school with the staff trying their best to keep their students safe. I can't imagine their horror. Their faces show their every emotion. He's in there! Groups of kids and students all point towards the cafeteria. Boom! A thunderous tremble. Lady Luck, where is he? I rip off my helmet and set it on the stand of the chopper. The automated security upgrades are perfect for times like this. As soon as I release the grip, the stand shoots into the ground. DJ follows. He places his ring on his right hand to complete his transformation into Mystic. He nods at me and we race towards the cafeteria. He's headed west from the cafeteria to the gym, but the cameras are out there, be careful. Thank you, what about you Mystic, what do you hear? More students pour past as we turn the corner and enter the building, stopping to survey the hallway. There's too many, I, I can't. You can, focus. My hands settled on his shoulders. His white and silver protective pads almost put him at eye level with me. My knees bend and I catch his eyes before they close. He exhales deeply. Wait. His head tilts a little in the confusion. Troper, he's, he's not. Bang! Another shot rings out. Ace Blade, come out and play. Troper's grumbling voice rings out. More students race around the corner, squealing in fear. As I turn to head down the hall, Mystic's hands grip my shoulder. He points down at the ground where a bundle of black pellets lay. I bend and scoop up the pellets. Rubber. 
Mystic opens and closes both of his hands, reminding me of Lady Luck's caution about the cameras in the gym. This is a trap. Trover, what do you want with these kids? If I can get him talking, the Mystic will have more information to work with. Being able to hear a man's thoughts is almost cheating, but it's come in handy in every instance so far. Come on, Ace Blade. You know I never hurt a child. Ah! Two young voices cry out, just as he belts out his promise. Mystic signals that he has more information. He signs with his right hand and points with his left. There are two students being held, Aria and Sean. He has at least five weapons, all non-lethal. He wants to capture you and expose your identity. This is cheating, but I know what I have to do. Aria! Sean! I stand and yell. Those weapons can't kill you. He wants me, and I'm going to give myself up for you. How do you know their names, Ace Blade? Did your cop friends tell you? I know you work for them, and you know what they did to me. His voice trembles as I enter the gym. Wait, Ace Blade. Mystic's voice shocks me. There's someone else. A speck of dust falls on my shoulder, and I whip my head around to look up. A grinning, hooded trespass grips the wall above the basketball gym entrance. He activates his power, causing the razor-sharp barbed wire wrapped around his arms and legs to cut through the metal bars like paper. The whole goal crashes down to the ground. If Mystic hadn't warned me, I'd have been crushed. Watch out, Ace Blade! Arya screams as the troper takes aim at me with his 12-gauge. Bang! Bang! These are non-lethal rounds, but the buckshots tear the concrete away from the wall as Trespass and Troper both shift their focus to me. Trespass grabs the basketball goal by the rim and hurls it over my head like a discus. It crashes into the bleachers behind me, splintering the wood in two. Trespass is just showing off now. I know he's strong already, but why is he working with Troper? And even worse, why wasn't Mystic able to read him until just now? <laughs> yeah, you'd have messed up now, boy.